Hey, Cruise-tastic Cruisinators. Jeff Meacham here with a very special bonus episode. Oh, boy. This is a big one for us. Joel, I, look, this isn't Tom Cruise. It, 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 but, 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 but. This is the guy that's gonna that's that's helping us get Tom Cruise. That's right. I looked up. That's right. I looked him up on Google, and Dan, all it's <laughs> what what it said about you is American broadcaster. I'm gonna go with American legend, ladies and gentlemen. Dan Patrick is here. Thank you. Joining us. Thank you. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Thank you. What does that What does that feel like? A legend. Old. Do you like to be called a living legend? No, it's old. Well, uh, you know, a deceased <laughs> legend. Uh, but yeah, living legend. Yes, but it, it does sound old. Like not many legends. Are 42. Yeah, they're just not. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, it's as far as legends go, it's it's great to be a living legend. The next stop is late. Great. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's a fair point. I understand. I know what you mean by that. Um, Dan, before anything, let's let, I'm going to have we, we want you to still do the usual formula that we have here on the podcast, which is we're just going to let you go. Take the reel and go away with it. Tell us about your life, birth, family work, whatever you want to say about yourself right up to that point, because you have met Tom Cruise. Am I right? I met him on a movie set with Adam Sandler. Okay, okay hold, hold, hold. <laughs> we have an order, Dan. We have an order. Of but things. you just so, asked me that question. So you said it was a yes or no. You've been uh, doing this a lot longer than Jeff has, Dan. I know. <laughs> I know. Jeff, you can't no, ask five questions, and then I pick the question that you didn't want me to answer first, and then you get mad. Lessons, Jeff. Lessons for the future. Yeah. yeah. So, um, yeah. so, but if I'm a legend, then I really shouldn't have to explain any of this stuff of who God. I am and where I came from, right? God. Shouldn't it be common knowledge? Yeah. I think I just got fired. Am I right? Did I just? Yeah. 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 <laughs> yes. So tell us about your life leading up to that moment that you met Tom Cruise. Just fill in the blanks, but you only get 90 seconds tops. Uh, grew up in Ohio, uh, went to school, barely graduated, did radio, <laughs> did TV, got a job at ESPN, spent there 18 years, met Adam Sandler. I think I've done 20 movies with Sandler. And one of those movies was with Katie Holmes and uh, Sandler in Los Angeles. That was, that was good. That was yeah. solid. Um, that was it. Nice and vague. Just to back up to Adam Sandler, you you were in from the get go, right? Uh, was was Billy Madison was the first? No, I was um, I I was probably five to seven movies in, oh. and um, I was in the Water Boy. What happened was Keith Oberman was up for the role as the golf announcer in Happy Gilmore, and right. I was working with Keith at the time on SportsCenter, and Keith at the very last minute couple of days before said he couldn't fly and he would have to go to Vancouver to shoot that scene. The famous yeah. scene with Bob Barker. Yep. And I didn't know that Keith was up for it. He was going there. And uh, then I saw Sandler not long after that, but I saw him at a Knicks game and uh, he's out in the, in kind of underneath all by himself. And I was just walk. I somehow I was just walking out there and I saw him. And he goes, Danny P. I said, hey, Sandman. He goes, Danny, your boy fucked me. I go, <laughs> I said, what? Who? And then he said, your boy. I said, who's my boy? He goes, Oberman. He was supposed to be in Happy Gilmore. He didn't show up, said he couldn't fly. And I go, 
okay, well, the next time you need somebody from SportsCenter, call me. He goes, you're in my next movie. And I go, okay. He goes, you're Danny McFucking Patrick, and you're going to have a mustache and play a police officer. <laughs> I said, okay. Well, the next movie was Little Nicky, yeah. which I'm glad I wasn't in. And then after that, it was Longest Yard, and I played an officer. I played a police officer with a mustache. And then after that, Sandler, in, in the beginning part of the movie, I arrest Sandler driving uh, Courtney Cox's Bentley. And um, then he escapes uh, you know, us after crashing our police car. And then after that, Sandler would just write in cameos for me uh, with every movie just about since then. So was that your first acting experience on in film or had you done anything prior to that? I don't, I did a small movie. It was called the definite maybe, and I never saw it, but I know that Ali Sheedy was in it. Okay. Was that right? Was that Ryan Reynolds? That was Ryan Reynolds, right? No, that's definitely maybe close. It, my, my definite maybe was before Here his definite maybe. Definitely. Maybe. maybe. <laughs> definitely. Maybe. How, how could I get that wrong? But I, I, I never saw the movie, but I did have a small role in it. I think I was also in the movie, uh, basketball. I remember basketball. Oh yeah. With the guys from South park. Oh, and, yeah. uh, sweet. So yeah, I did that. And then, uh, then I've been pretty much exclusive to, uh, Sandler. So you did, you have a, you have an unexclusive, uh, not official contract with him. You do his movies and that's how it rolls. That's amazing. I think it's implied in Hollywood that I'm off limits, <laughs> you know, it just, uh, Hey, we'd love to, we'd love to uh, have you come in and read for this, you know, Bridgerton, but we know that we can't have you come in. Bridgerton. <laughs> Queen's Gambit 2. It's coming up for you. So, okay, so Sandler, you're, Sandler's doing a movie with Katie Holmes, and, and this is where you meet Cruz? And, wh and, wh and what film was this? This was uh, uh, Jack and Jill, where Sandler plays Jack and Jill. And I'm in a scene <laughs> with Katie Holmes, and it's, I, I, I think I'm an astronaut, and Sandler is talking to me about an astronaut and I've gone cross country to meet a woman. And I, I, do, I really don't know the dialogue. I, I knew the dialogue <laughs> on the day of and Katie Holmes and I interact just a little bit. And uh, the, the, the scene got cut, but I was in a scene with, with Katie. Well, Tom was there on the set, had a Yankees hat on, and, and he was sitting over in... I have a Yankees hat on right now. Uh, uh, he, he was sitting over in, uh, what, what is it, the village? Uh, what's the... Um, yes, video, yeah, village. video village. Video village, yeah. yeah. So he was sitting there watching everything, and Surrey was there as well with him. But uh, that that's about it. I walk in, so I just get to the set. I walk in, and Sandler thinks that everybody knows everybody. You know, I go, Danny, Cruz, Cruz, Danny. <laughs> well, we look at each other like, uh, I, I said, hey, I'm Dan Patrick. And he goes, yeah, yeah, I'm hey, uh, Tom. I go, yeah, yeah, I know. <laughs> and and uh, I said, I'm, I'm in a scene with Katie. And he goes, oh, okay, okay. And, um, and that was pretty much it. I think you just described what I think so many of non-famous people want to know is, what's it like when famous people that don't know each other <laughs> have to meet each other and still formally say their name? But they all know each other's name, and that's the uncomfortable moment right there. It's happened a couple of times, but, you know, people who are insulated, they're in that world, and they just think that everybody knows everybody. I remember sure. um, 
Donald Trump, when he was doing The Apprentice, and we were doing that, uh, whatever the uh, uh, the big launch of all the shows. So the network gets together and the upfronts, upfronts, up up and uh, I, I'm in this kind of waiting room, and uh, Mark Burnett was there. So, oh geez. so I'm talking to, I'm I'm not really talking to any. I just walk by. Donald Trump walks up, and Mark Burnett walks over, and Trump goes, uh, "Hey." Uh, Mark, uh, Dan, you should you two should talk. And then he walks away. So I, Mark Burnett has no idea who I am. I know who he is, but he has no interest in talking to me. And I said, you know, hi, Mark, uh, you know, Dan Patrick, I'm a sportscaster. And he went, well, nice to meet you. And that was it. That was, it was just nice to meet you. Immediately at a 20, $20 million deal going forward. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, like five feet away, he just you know signed up something to make two hundred million dollars. But there it is. There yeah, it is. I was not involved. So this is so this is your only meeting with Cruz was this moment, and that was it. That's the only time you met him. I've had him on him the free- show what? years ago. We had him, what? but not in person. It was over the phone. That counts. Talking about what? Because is he a sports guy? No, no. <laughs> I think he was a Yankees fan, but. I- I'm a Yankees fan. We have a lot in common. Okay, okay, Joel. He's from Jersey, so well, he's from Kentucky, isn't he? I have cousins from Kentucky. Well, he was born in Kentucky. He was born in Kentucky. He's one of those kids that moved around a lot. But when you look up his info, I think he had his formidable years, as they would say, in Jersey. No, formative, formative. Dan, we apologize about Jeff. Oh, what's form? Is formidable even a word? It is, but is that even a word? It is. You wouldn't use it. Here's the. This has been a big problem we've had on the podcast is is the fact that we think Cruz is he's talking is talking a is words, <laughs> and then the fact that he might be a Yankees fan, he, though he did wear a Red Sox hat in a few Good Men. So I'm given that I need that little bit for myself. So he was on the show. So he's on the show. How was that? It was good, but you know, it's one of those where there's always a PR person right before the star comes on where they say, "Hey, keep this to uh, five minutes." And I'm like, no, we're not, we're not keeping it to five. Okay, yeah, we will. And I'm like, we're not keeping it to five minutes. And uh, I even said to him, I think, during the interview, hey, the PR person said that I have to keep this to five minutes, but I'm not going to. And he goes, no, you know, go as long. Like, he's not going to go, no, you need to do five minutes. And we probably did 10 to 12 minutes. And I, I found him, right. you know, fun, engaging. You don't uh, seem so. This brings me to my next question, which is: You don't seem starstruck, were you, in the early days of all of this happening? I mean, you, you, you went. You, you uh, listen the the '90s in, in Sports Center. You were, you were uh, most of us that were of of age at that time. It was our favorite television show. So you must have met a lot of people. That was the heyday. Were you ever starstruck? We would have the ESPYS, and we would see yeah. all these celebrities. And, and therefore, you, we were sort of cordoned off to the rest of the world when we did SportsCenter. We were in Bristol, Connecticut. We had no idea who was watching. We had, we had no idea that, you know, Bill Murray was a fan or Jerry Seinfeld. But then you're out with them, and then they start talking to you about certain things about SportsCenter, catchphrases, those kind of things. And you're like, oh, wow. Like, we might be sort of a big deal. And right. therefore, you know, we would be around... If it was artists, it would be musicians, you know, whatever it be, uh, you felt a little more comfortable. You, you had a little bit of common ground there. Whatever that was, uh, sure. it was there. Like celebrities talking to celebrities, they feel comfortable talking to one another. It's still mm-hmm. odd for us. 
you know, when when Bill Murray does a pub crawl with me, like, you know, it it sets in after a while. By the way, we only we only made it to the letter J. Bill got thrown. (laughs) Bill got asked to leave the bar. He completed the pub crawl with his brother and uh, we shut it down after that. But yeah, like you're you're walking through Greenwich Village with Bill Murray and his brother and a bunch of other people doing a pub crawl. And you're like, uh, this is really happening here. There's a, and there's there's a strong a, chance that Joel Johnstone was one of your bartenders yeah, back yeah, in those days. Yeah, there's, yeah. yeah, And I definitely didn't kick him out. I promise you. Yeah. And, and <laughs> uh, you know, so we, we were able to be around a lot of people. And I think, therefore, when somebody comes on, you know, you get past that. I, I don't know if I was ever like uh, President Clinton when he came on. That that was a little more. Uh, uncertainty, a little bit more. And he was about 30 minutes late. So that was another thing as well. But for the most part, you know, when you have somebody on, you're like, okay, just kind of get into it and treat them as another person or make them another person uh, with your audience. And now commercials. So you you uh, you create the Dan Patrick Network. Uh, where did that come from? Where did this idea come from? Because I know you've been doing the 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 show for a while now. Where did the idea of creating your own uh, empire? Where did that uh, spawn? Oh, I don't know if it's an empire as much as just interest that I had. And oh, it's going to be an empire because of us, right? Just FYI. <laughs> And I did suggest to you guys that you needed therapy, right? <laughs> you did, didn't you I? Did. We got the email. And we I said, and I said you should have a therapist on to help you guys get through this with this Tom Cruise infatuation. And and I and I meant that like sincerely, like you need a little help. Ah, we got a hard out in ten minutes because we actually we're going to couples therapy, Joel and I. It's it's awkward, but we'll we'll explain. Hard out. If we could find a therapist that met Tom Cruise. They're coming on the show. <laughs> because when I was first pitched the idea, like, hey, these guys, it, it's all about Tom Cruise. And I go, oh, okay. And, but they haven't met Tom Cruise. And I go, so they just have people on who've met Tom Cruise. Yeah. And I go, sure. Why not? Yeah, absolutely. Sure. I'm okay with this. And then the more I thought about it, I'm thought, God, why not have a therapist on so you can talk through your issues? And then they can say, you know, what is really at the crux, the core of all of this? I, I mean, we've been, sli- Dan, we've been slightly discussing it through the, the course of our first 12 episodes. And, you know, on the, on the, and sh- the problem is, you know, like it, it will be funny to a certain point and then they'll really crack through Jeff's veneer Ooh. and then it won't be funny anymore, <laughs> but then it'll be funny again. It'll, it'll, it'll come back. But it doesn't have to be funny. Like it can be one of those. Oh my God. A very special episode of meeting Tom Cruise. <laughs> yes. Yes. It, it, it's like an after school special where, you know, you're presenting something that may have some heartbreak, but it's, you know, life's lessons. It's a teaching moment. And I think that here's the, Here's the thing that we think we've discovered, at least on the first shallow level, because we know there's some depth where the therapy is really necessary. But we believe that all of us in our we're all in our early to mid 40s. We believe that we became of age at the heyday of the Cineplex blockbuster video. Saturday night was reserved for going to the movies. We think we were kids growing into teenagers and adults during the heyday of movies now alex says hey there's there's the 50s and 60s you don't know what you're talking about but i believe in my selfish world that the 90s 
the early, the late '80s, early '90s, 1989 to 1993 was the best time for movies, and Tom Cruise became the biggest movie star in the world when we were kids. And there you go, simple answer, simple answer, Dan. Are you more likely or less likely to get Tom on the show? The longer the series goes on. More. He already knows about it. Have you heard about this man's energy? Once he knows that there's these three guys talking about him, I'm telling you what, Dan, I don't know if you know, we're going to talk to him when he's in space. This is the goal. That's He's going ISS. to space. We're going to the ISS. Yeah. Well, we're still we're, unsure if we're going to be able I, to I, go. You're but, less likely to have him on. Like, I think the more you do it, the more you creep him out and, and the less likely it is. I think you had a shot with the first episode, maybe the second <laughs> And then all of a sudden, it's like, no, no. I think, I, I think the longer it goes on, the more likely it is to happen, Dan, because I think he'll, he'll, he won't want to, but like, I got to get these guys off my back. These guys no, but it would have ended if, if he would have done it like the first or second episode, then, then the podcast would be over. You would have exactly. met Tom Cruise. We don't want that to happen. We want a great, we want the lore. Is lore, is lore the right word, Al? Just keep going. It's, okay. We want the lore to uh, to to grow. We wanted to build. Is it, is it L O R E or L U R E? You 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 feel my pain, Dan. Oh, I Dan. mean, those two. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. really amazing what he does with those words. What about fishing lure? <laughs> a lure. Jeff's Jeff's a formidable guy. <laughs> He's a formative guy. We want to build your <laughs> empire slowly, and so uh, Dan, you know, the Dan Patrick podcast network yeah. wasn't built in a day. No. So, but I agree. It may, it may appear like it was, but it, it there was. It's yeah. Great well, thought well, we that went can, into this. We can go two different directions. We can go the direction where we have actual established human beings come on and talk to us about Tom Cruise, or we can just go to Instagram and get like Tom Cruise fans, and it's going to get <laughs> awkward and weird. So we're trying to go route A, but you never know. Okay, favorite <laughs> guest so far. You don't like to grade them, but oh, there's n- there's no question. Kevin it's it's Kevin Pollock. That was yep yep that was incredible. That was that was that was incredible because Joel works with Pollock on uh, Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, and he can tell you what he's like as a person on a daily. But come on, we're talking a few a few good men has to be one of Cruz's best movies. It's star studded, and he had every great story. Do you think I could do a cameo here on Marvelous Mrs. Maisel? You do a cameo on Maisel. If if Sandler is Sandler going to let you, (laughs) Dan, you have a contract with Sandler. Sandler. I do not have a contract. It it is it is a handshake agreement. Yeah. Okay. But. Joel, no, I, I mean, I'm just throwing it out there. I like I didn't get the yeah. invitation after I ran down all the movies. When I die, the in memoriam at the Academy Awards, I'll be up there. Yeah. That is yes. true. Yep. 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 I'm gonna have about 25 movies on the resume, maybe more. Do you think that you'll be a split screen with somebody else, or do you think it's you solo? No, no, I'll, I'll be up there with probably a couple people. Now, aside from the marvelous Mrs. Maisel and Blackish, what are your favorite shows? <laughs> well, I do love Anthony, by the way. Anthony Anderson. He's a character. Yeah, I, isn't, he? I, I, isn't he just? I, I've met him. If you start a podcast meeting Anthony Anderson, then you know I can help you with that. Well, we're going to have Anthony on. He's one of our next guests. Oh, really? Because yeah, because he, even though he's he doesn't have a Cruise story, he has an amazing Scorsese story. And yes, we know we're meeting Tom Cruise, but we want to just we want to widen the bridge a little bit here. We want to let some other people. On but to are talk you doing six degrees of Tom Cruise? A bit. That's why we want Kevin Bacon. Well, well, yeah, but he actually worked with Tom Cruise. Jack. With Pollock. <laughs> true, true. By the way, uh, I, I was on your uh, Wikipedia page, which is just where you get all the right information. You were you were a basketball player. Was or, or still am? Ooh. Well, I'm, my, my apologies. Ooh. I mean, I my don't apologies. I don't think it's 
It ever, it's like being the president of the United States. I mean, if you got game, it doesn't leave you. You're still a ball player. <laughs> you can sure run the post. I know. I know. No, I like, I, I still am. I'm still searching for the perfect shot. I'm still trying to perfect my shot. I love that. And in, and most people would say, I think you've done that. <laughs> but in my mind, I want it to be perfect. Okay. Are you in a ferocious, uh, do you have a game? You got a Wednesday night game? I don't need that to do running? that. I don't need to do <laughs> oh, you that. Don't, you don't even to do, you're above that. You're yes, <laughs> I am. Yeah. <laughs> like that, I don't, I don't need, I don't need anything other than just give me a ball and uh, right. give me a basket. That's Wait, it. Does, does Michael Jordan have a Wednesday night game, Jeff? Dumb question. Did, uh, you know, Pollock need an audience when he was painting? The answer is no. <laughs> Picasso? Nobody was there. Guys, going, I think we're really getting off course here. Yes, we are. <laughs> yes. Like, I, no, I don't need an... I'm creating a masterpiece, <laughs> and I don't need somebody there to help me create the masterpiece when I'm shooting. And is it sad that when you said, did Pollock need an audience? I was like, yes, Kevin Pollock needs an audience. <laughs> yeah. Jackson and the Pollock. only reason I know who Pollock is is because of Ed Harris. See, yes. this is the thing. Uh, an actor. Movies. Great actor, by the way. Great act. Yep. Great, yep. Yeah. great, great act. Did we accomplish a damn thing today? Oof, accomplished. That's not what we're here for. Well, here's what we learned. We think that you don't believe in us that we're going to get crews, which allows us because now we're going to feel like we're the underdogs and we're going to dig in and work harder. There's, a, there's, a, there's, a, there's a new fire under us now. I don't, I don't want you to get crews. Oh, I want you to feel that frustration and that pain <laughs> and that, that like that hurt and that embarrassment. And that, like I want you to. I want you to run the gamut. I want you to run the gamut of, of emotions, except for the great part where it's exhilarating and you got Tom Cruise. I want the you to hurt. Wait. I want you to cry. I want you to weep. I want you to, to, to lower your head in your hands and sob. That's what I want. You want us to get to a point where if Brad Pitt comes on, we're just we're still not happy. Like, we're not happy. We're just like, um, tell us about your time with Cruise. 90 God seconds. 90 seconds. Everything you've done other than Cruise. Other than a cruise Tell us movie. about your life, Brad. Uh, do, you know, when do you. Quick, quickly, quickly. Tell us the Cruise story real quick. Okay. <laughs> what was it like on Interview with a Vampire? Go on. <laughs> this went south. Oh, this worked. This worked, you guys. This Wait, was... Jeff, Jeff, you forgot to ask him who was his cruise. I've been I've been dying to know. Oh, we had one question. So, we had one question written down. Jeff has not said it yet. <laughs> one question. I messed it Jeff, up. Dan Patrick and me. See that? I'm just a close second to your ability to run an interview. Uh, ask the question. Yeah. Oh, hey, Dan Patrick, when you were growing up, you're a touch older than us. So maybe you come from a slightly different generation of favorite actors. Who was your cruise growing up? Who was the person that you had a picture of in your wallet and people wallet. thought that was strange? I didn't have yeah, a I used to carry, wallet. My best friend carried a picture of Andre Agassi in his wallet. <laughs> if I had a picture, it would have been like Cheryl Teagues or somebody like that. No, that's you know. the poster on your wall that you didn't want your parents to see. No, like, you it was know, on my secret. wall. So they saw it. It was oh, whatever was in my wallet is what they didn't see, but I wouldn't mm -hmm. carry it. That, you right, know, right, right. Tom Cruise's photo. Let's reframe the question, Jeff. Just a, in a normal. So, way. my favorite actor growing up? Yeah, sure, Dan. I, I, I didn't really have one. You had a healthy relationship. See, this is why this question sucks. Dan had a healthy relationship with entertainers. They were, they were. He, he enjoyed their movies, but didn't obsess or put their pictures in the wallet. No, there was a separation there. Exactly. Like I, I kept my boundaries. I understood my boundaries. Yes. And I didn't overstep yes. them. Yes. 
wait a minute, you guys, stop this. We are talking to a man right now that has dolls surrounding him in a room of famous people. So let's not let's not just say everything's normal here, Dan. Those are just tchotchkes. Those are what people send in for me to display. It's for the, the audience. It's not for me. It's for the audience. So wait a minute. Movies were not a big deal to you growing up? Yeah, but I, I didn't obsess about it. What did you obsess over? Anything? Sports. Uh, yeah, sports. sports? Were, yeah. were there were there athletes then that that fit that, that whose pictures you carried in your wallet? As Jeff would ask, no. Uh, throw us a bone here, Dan. <laughs> you crossed over into the realm into the realm of obsession with one one or two. Willie maybe. Mays, Mickey Mantle. Just name one person. Pete Maravich, a basketball player. I I I always had a great admiration for him. But you know, I eventually met him at, when he went into the Hall of Fame and. You know, I, I I at least met the people that I admired, not like you guys. Like, you know, I just letting you know, you son of a- like, you know, oh, John Wooden, he's at UCLA and I'm just a kid. Oh, you get to meet John Wooden. Yeah, I met him. You know, like, see how that works. See how that works. Wow. wow. By the way, Pete Maravich is one of those people. Pete Maravich is one of those people where I know the name. I know there's been movies. I know he's a basketball player, and that's it. He's one of those people I have no clue. Like, what What did he – was he the – I always get him confused with the guy that died. He young. did die. He did die young. Thank you for bringing that up. I know. Up. My God. <laughs> I got him confused. Who are you confusing? I, I get him confused with the runner, Prefontaine. They have no – there's <laughs> – there's no comparison except, except, between. except to Jeff. They're both dead. So it's the same. Welcome person. to the difference between a professional broadcaster and Jeff Meacham. Thanks for coming on the show. Dan. Yeah, <laughs> I'd, I'd say it's time to wrap this up. But did we start? <laughs> I, I hope you guys just you just have horrible lives. <laughs> I do. I just have horrible lives. All right. Yeah, good. Good luck with, uh, you know. Maisel and Blackish, and and, and you're you're stalking with Tom Cruise. You're, you're sad, sad, pathetic people. Oh man, get I help! Hope we, get! I hope we become your number one podcast. Help. And you have to promote us all the time. Get help! <sighs> Can, Guys, I I Can I go we, now? Can I go now? We will let the man go. With all seriousness, Dan, we love you. This was the best. Thank you for doing this. Thank you, guys. And I'm I, and I mean when I say, get help. <laughs> <laughs> Meeting Tom Cruise is hosted by Jeff Meacham, Joel Johnstone, and me, Alec Lev. It's also produced by the same Alec Lev. Our executive producers are Doug Matica and Dan Patrick. Our engineer and mixer is Alex Reeves for Point of Blue Studios. Editing by Alec Lev, with additional editing by Alex Reeves. Our music is by H. Scott Salinas and Matthew Atticus Berger. Artwork by Rebecca Montoy. Executive produced by Paul Anderson and Nick Pinella for Workhouse Media. We are a production of Meeting So-and-So in association with Workhouse Media. Find us online at Meeting Cruise on Instagram and Twitter. Check out our website and show notes at meetingtomcruise.com. And you can email us at contact at meetingtomcruise.com. If you are listening on Apple Podcasts, please give us a rating. Five stars are much appreciated. And write a review. It really helps people to find the show, and we just might read it on the air. Meeting Tom Cruise was created by Jeff Meacham and Alec Lem. Meeting Tom Cruise is a production of the Dan Patrick Podcast Network and iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
This podcast will self-destruct in five seconds. Get help.